Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Yala, our weekly podcast brought to you by Ministry of Funny, i.e. myself, Harish Talani and Terence Chia, where we talk about stuff that's been on our minds the past week, could be something fun, something serious, more often than not, it is both. And sometimes it's not even the past week, like literally it happens in the past 24 hours, it's yeah. interesting we'll talk about it. Yeah, that's the beauty of podcasts, I guess, we can react like, mm, boom. But but the criteria is that we kind of really want to have something where there's a yalla butt moment to it. Yeah, like, right. Yeah, essentially, there's, there might be a lot of people thinking one way or one of us thinking one way and boom, there's a butt that makes us think the other way or yeah. consider the other way. Yeah. But some things are more clear-cut than, than others. Uh. Some are. La. Some but are. It, but the, the, they make for <laughs> less interesting topics. La, no, right? but don't you agree that anything these days, you can look at both sides of it? Uh, I guess today today's one will be a good yeah, test. Yeah, today's la. a good test, lah. So <laughs> let us know how what you think about it. Like. So today, oh my God, like I don't even know where to start. Okay, so so first of all, that the context is that I think uh, on August fifteenth, which is uh, this week Thursday, news broke out of the latest scandal in orientation camps in universities in Singapore. What scandal? What scandal? So uh, there was a video that was leaked. Which we're going to play you now because it, it's just the audio. The visuals are quite interesting, but the audio is what takes the cake. So this was a chant that was led by seniors in an orientation camp. And it was done by a bunch of juniors, I guess. At what university? At Nanyang Technological University. NTU, NTU, which is basically one of the top two universities in Singapore. Yeah. Right? And I think even in global rankings, even though I don't know how they rank it, it um, it's amongst the top technological universities in the world, if not Asia. What does it mean to be technological university? Or top universities. Top like, universities yeah, in, top, in Asia. One of the top in Asia. Right? Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, they offer courses like, I don't know, do they have law, mass comm and all that? Not the most technological. But regardless, yeah. an esteemed institution that is the bedrock of Singapore's university ecosystem. And this is what came out. So I'm going to play it now. Can you give a description of what visually is going on at the same time? So, so the, the, the video is taken from a, from a low angle looking up. And the thing that is closest to the camera is the midsection of a gentleman who's very, very animated. And you could literally see his, his nether regions bulging about as he dances to the song. Yeah, basically, uh, he's like thrusting. Yeah. He's, he's rubbing okay, well, what, what does Cuckoo Bird win? What, 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 for, for those non-Mandarin speaking or non-Singaporean speaking, Singlish speaking... Uh, or listeners. Yeah. Uh, K-U-K-U-B-I-R-D. Cuckoo yeah. <laughs> So it's actually, I mean, basically a local slang for your penis. Lah, yeah. Essentially. I think it's Hokkien, right? So uh, it's, it's You're something... You're asking the Indian. Uh. <laughs> I mean, it's just something that everyone, you know, kids, even from a young age, you go, eee, cuckoo bird. That yeah. Kind of thing. It's very childish. Lah, yeah, right? it's fucking childish. And like, here's... and Okay, these are university students in Singapore, which globally university students are like, you know, on average, 18 years old. In Singapore, if you're a guy in university and you're Singaporean, you're 21. Yeah. And this guy is a senior. So, I mean, taking aside the individual about this guy doing it and leading it, the fact that it was done as part of an orientation camp is fucking mind-boggling. Uh, because in the background of this video, you can see a, a group of students chiming in. Like, and I think you can hear female voices also. Yeah, right? I can so definitely can hear screams. You can screams. definitely hear female voices. Yeah. If, if, if you want to hear the video or just like, uh, you just Google it, Cuckoo Bird, 
<laughs> and you yeah. Singapore online, you'll find it. And it fucking blows my mind on so many levels. Like, first of all, objectively, if this came out of nowhere, it's fucking ridiculous. But in the past few years, there have been so many instances of this kind of stupid, overly sexualized games with no point, games or chance coming up or bubbling up in orientation camps of universities in Singapore. Lah. There was NUS. Yep. Did SMU can I anything? Uh, not sure. Yeah, not but sure. Maybe NUS, it, like, NUS one, well, what was it actually? I mean, I remember in 2016 or 2017 or 2018, there was one definitely I remember where uh, the, the, the guys and girls were meant to do push-ups on top of each other. Yeah, correct. Right, where it really brought their genitalia close to each other and these kind of orientation camps. So, I, I guess, okay, so... Thankfully, like uh, we both Terence and I got a chance to uh, do our university abroad, so you kind of see how different systems work, la. Yeah. But I, th- I think this kind of almost childish games, right, for university students is a very Singapore thing. I don't it's know whether it's an yeah. Asian thing. No, it's a very Singaporean thing because I remember like what you're saying, like When we were overseas in the US, right, there was this like, oh, you know, especially for a lot of American kids, the first yeah. time out from high school, living apart from their parents, and like, I'm here to be an adult. Yeah. I can't drink alcohol, but I want to act older and stuff like that so everyone tries to act older than they are so that yeah. when we tell them that oh I'm 21 years old because I spent two and a half years in the army they're like oh my god you're, you're so mature damn whoa but and here is the reverse no, but, but <laughs> I, I guess the one thing even though people are not supposed to be drinking alcohol in the US because they're 18 everyone yeah, fucking drinks yeah, uh. drink, but yeah. it almost feels like you are making the jump from this high school student who's like oh you know with staying with your parents the more you go to yeah. university you do things that adults do like. not yeah. to say the smartest things because you just get hammered you get your stomach pumped and it's that is a whole different issue, but it almost feels like there's this craving to become an adult. Whereas yeah. in Singapore, <laughs> it's go like, backwards. Yeah. You want you went to army, you spent yeah. all that time doing all that manly shit, yeah, and you want to go back to being a Can you imagine any country that wants to invade Singapore? They're doing some intel. They're like, you know, let's let's get a preview of what the Singaporean male is like. They Google this. They fucking see this guy gyrating like a hula hoop dancer with a bunch of other guys and females also gyrating, and everyone's just doing it like consensually I mean of course there might be a lot of other things be happening behind the scenes there's a there's an NTU Confessions Facebook page where a few people came out and said yeah you know these orientation camps the chants are not the most inclusive because they are in Hokkien yep. it's overly sexual it almost feels like the camp is done for the pleasure of the seniors running the camp rather than the orientation, people coming in on orientation so it's good to see these kind of voices come out but the fact that this is 2019 is happening after these voices have spoken and there have been public inquiries into orientation games done at NUS. It's fucking ridiculous. Like, what was the thing? Last year, you said there was something else also? I think last year, some NUS students, they had a camp and then they were at Sentosa and they were, as part of a game, they were forced to run into the water and strip naked in the water and hold their clothes above the water. Lah. So, essentially, they were naked. Lah, just that, I, I don't know whether you could actually see they were naked, but uh, so there were some complaints about it. But actually, you know, in a large scheme of things, right? Yeah. Let's say this thing didn't get recorded on video and put out there on Stomp and everything. Uh-huh. Do you think it would have been a problem? Do you, do you personally think it's a problem that there's this cheer? Uh, yes. Why, yeah? Because, I mean, okay, first of all, look at the word cuckoo bird. Yeah. It's a fucking childish word. Okay? Yeah. It's, and to me, it's like, I, I totally feel that, okay, this whole camaraderie and communal and yeah. like uh, be, getting behind sports teams and all, it's a great thing and it can happen at any age. But there's this chant which is, uh, how can this have a point? Are they, are, they like, are they like playing a game where the different groups are different 
genitalia that there'll be yeah. another one chee bai chee bai fight bai chee so it's 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 ridiculous and i can't see any situation unless they are medical students and they are using a fun way to talk about the anatomy of the yeah. human body yeah. it really fucking blows my mind uh. yeah so yeah so what if it's it's just for fun it's just for a joke okay but what is it for fun so that's where i kind of can understand the perspective of a person who voiced out in the ntu confessions facebook page about how the the games almost seem like they were done for the pleasure of the seniors running the camp la because yeah. i just google smu orientation camp scandal and yeah there there was also a scandal there stuff like uh that. there was an article in straight times i think last year a freshman at smu school of social sciences said she was asked during camp to answer who in her group she would have sex with yeah oh, okay yeah so okay so yeah that kind of stuff i feel like that when you put people physically or or, or you threaten them with some kind of sexual uh threats or assault or stuff like that. That that sounds to me almost like harassment. Like yeah. in the office, you did that kind of thing in the office, I think you should be fired then, for example. Yeah. But honestly, if someone is just singing something that's childish, that's stupid, doesn't add value, but he's just doing it because he thinks it's funny or what, is it really like why 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 must the moral police come in and say, No, this cannot be done here? Oh, so you think I'm moral police, is it? I'm saying that's the perspective <laughs> there are lot. No, no okay. you go and do confession okay, speech. Okay. There are these perspectives like, hey, honestly live and let live. Because honestly, probably you older people who are con- complaining about this now, you probably went through worse or you all did worse or saw worse last time. It's just that now there's social media and everything. That's why it's okay. Okay, but but then what about the thing about how the point of this is a is a sexual organ or like a reproductive yeah. organ which in this day and age yeah. it is something that that feels like it should be like like a like it it should be dealt with a little more uh tactfully yeah no like, but but that's why i'm asking but personally for yourself yeah. like if you were in a group of friends your close friends that you trust and you think are funny and all that And they just just started singing some cuckoo bird song or something, then then you'll be like, guys, this is not funny, man. Okay, no, uh, but if you if you think about it, like, let's say if I was in a group with a group of friends where there were girls and guys, yeah, and everyone was like, hey guys, let's do a cuckoo bird cheer, yeah, I would feel something weirder, like. And then the girls say, okay, yeah, let's do it. It's funny. Oh, so you say if I say no, then yeah. I'll be a social <laughs> yeah, exactly. justice warrior. That's what I'm saying. It's like, <laughs> I mean, uh, taking aside, we know what we should be doing because it's 2019. Like, this is as a personal thing. I mean. Although we talk about army as like yeah. you know, boys to men, you become a man and all that, right? Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, like, can we give a shout out to Noah Yap? <laughs> because the guy doing the cheer when he says "Cucubert," he sounds he's like Noah Yap. Exactly. It's like I was like, is that Noah Yap? Why is he in NTU? But I verified it is not him. Like it is not yeah, him. We yeah. texted him and <laughs> we texted him. Verified it's not and, him. And his response was like, "What the fuck? That sounds like me, man." <laughs> I But think <laughs> everyone should listen to it and then listen to Noah and see whether you think, think it's him. I think it's one of those things where you know whenever you hear your own voice, you're like, "Ah, oh, that's not me," yeah. because when you are talking, it goes through your skull and all that, yeah, yeah. So, so shout out to Noah Yap. But but we're saying that his voice has this very unique, like uh, this raspy thing, yeah. to cuckoo bird, ah. Yeah, yeah. But red, it's just very unique, lah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's a compliment. Yeah, Noah, <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a compliment. <laughs> Speaking of a voice, man. Yeah, we all think that Ami is this point where you mature into a man. Yeah. Honestly, we know like there's a lot of shit that goes on in the army that actually makes you more like a kid, lah. To be yeah. honest, yeah, right? yeah, I, I, in some way because over there you are just following orders. Yeah. Even if you get into a command position like a lieutenant or something, it's ultimately just following orders, lah. Yeah. And like any any uh, a, a lot of a, a, a lot of uh, uh, 
Wow, fucking Terence ice cream delivered all. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I just Can you believe it? We're we're recording a podcast, so I'm just gonna. So now he has left the room. Oh my god, that is, guys, what the hell, man? Anyway, what was I saying? Yeah, he got an ice cream from McDonald's. McDonald's. What flavor did you get? Uh, the new matcha, matcha McFlurry. Matcha thing. McFlurry. But yeah. no, no, you were you were saying you were just saying, we were just talking about the armies. Yeah, uh, the army boys. But to me, like I I understand that, but um. Wait, what, what was my train of thought? I was saying something. Um, I was just saying that army boys, we always think of them as good oh, yeah, men, yeah, yeah, but yeah. we actually do a lot of stupid childish shit in the army, right? Yeah, and, and it almost kind of disincentivizes initiative uh, and the willingness to break rules. Mm. Which, I mean, of course in the army you want order and all, but it almost feels like after that two and a half years, and maybe I think it's a combination of things also, like a lot of people, okay, it's, uh, I think in Singapore, the fact that you're living with parents for so long, maybe yeah. maybe the freedom to explore yourself sexually is also limited. Cuckoo, yeah. yeah, so yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> like if, if, if someone really wanted to shout cuckoo bird, right, yeah. he's, when is he going to get a chance? Up till he's 18, if he's staying at home with his parents, that's going to be tough. Yeah. Go army, you shout cuckoo bird, you, you get, get hammered. Punched, uh, yeah, yeah, so uni is probably the time his innate desires to shout cuckoo bird can actually, can actually come out. Yeah. But, but yeah, going back to the thing, it almost feels like this, this, I don't know, this little like holding in of sexual energy or something is kind of vented out in university. Why, why do you think it's the case? Because it's not an isolated case. It's like, it seems like a lot of orientation camps always have Sexualized yeah. games. Okay, Why? so so looking. Okay, my experience was uh, primary school. Uh, it was co-ed, mm. guys and girls. But I was useless at talking to girls. Mm. Uh, if you were if you were good at talking to girls in primary school, that'd be kind of weird, also, right? Okay, <laughs> so talking to girls my Being age, smooth la. and talking picking up, picking up. <laughs> no, because I did girls. I did have crushes, but I just didn't know what to do. And not to say like you should start dating when you're in primary school and all. I think I'm going down a very dark yeah. path. But yeah, so then go to secondary school. I was all boys school. My my life was sports and like. Yeah, that's when you know, like, you're like, oh, that girl's cute, blah, blah. But again, I was useless. Go to JC, right? The first time I'm in a setting with girls and guys, yeah, there's this general, like, you, there's this new chapter in your life, like, where, where you're experiencing things or, or talking to people that you have never really interacted with. I mean, people of the opposite sex. Like. And, and I can imagine that once you go to uni, where there's even more of this, oh, you know, I'm an adult, you know, there's there's more freedom to explore this. It's almost like you can't control it. It's like the equivalent of like in the US, you know when we, we saw ourselves, these American kids who are 18 years old, go crazy with alcohol, right? It's almost like in Singapore, it is not alcohol that they go crazy with, it's the ability to get up close and personal with the opposite sex. Mm. And it kind of like creeps its way into these little, little things that allow or facilitate close contact with guy or girl. Because if you're not the smoothest at... At talking to the opposite sex, maybe you're you you're you're not starting to date when you're uni and all, but you want to get close to the opposite sex. These orientation games are a perfect avenue, mm. And for the people, if it really is the case where the seniors are the ones who are pressuring the younger people to do this, yeah, it's kind of like oh, you know, like just having that that setting or that over sexually charged setting is something that you don't really experience growing up, la. So so it's 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 just weird. And, the thing is, it's happening at NTU. As in, it just happened at NTU. It happened at NUS. It happened at SMU. Uh, so you can imagine also the demographic of students going there, right? Uh, maybe they are the more, I don't know, like uh, the more, not say conservative, but growing up in, in, in settings where yeah, like, all this sexual energy cannot be expressed. Yeah. Uh. I'm going to like uh, go on a little, on a limb a little bit and try to put myself in the shoes of these students who are just entering university, 
Because you think about it, right? Like, um, when these guys enter university right after army, they go in and they are two years older than the mm. girls who mm. are inside already. And, you know, in, at that age, when you're you are early 20s or even not even 20 yet, two years is sounds huge, like yeah. huge, right? Yeah, it's huge. So there's this automatic like, oh, I'm such a, you know, I'm such a mature dude, you know. And look at all these young girls. Well, just came out of school. They don't haven't seen the world. Mm. I've gone to army. I've learned how to kill people. There's this attitude. Almost, I would say, almost a sense of maybe entitlement or something like that. Really, that, entitlement to yeah, uh, yeah, entitlement that you've you're older. You've seen the world. I'm a man. I've done all this. I march fifty kilometers. If I want to shout, whatever I want to shout, I don't care. You know all this like what people say about being PC and all this kind of thing. So maybe there's much less of this like thoughts about uh, how other people are feeling because like. if anything army takes that away from you like. army beats it out of you you mean the, the, the feeling of empathy <laughs> yeah. the feeling of empathy for people around you like. it's also, that's why I'm trying, trying to postulate how how could wanting to chant cuckoo bird actually creep into the head of the people organising the camp and them thinking like oh this would be a fun idea and no, but if you it. think about it, I'm sure there's a segment of the, the students who took part in the orientation camps that enjoy this. Mm-hmm. Think about it. If, like, let's say in, in JC when I was uh, useless to, at, at talking with girls as opposed to the Casanova that I am now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you, you imagine if there's a chance for you to get up close and personal with someone you're attracted to, right? It's kind of like, oh, you know, it's not me. I don't want you to do push-ups above me and have your genitalia hover over mine, but it's part of the game. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like, why would you stand up against it? Like? So that's why I think this is a problem that kind of, it's like a weird outlet for people who might be desiring it, uh, while other people who maybe are a little more, uh, I wouldn't say mature, but a little more compassionate or empathetic, they're like, guys, why are we doing this? You know, that, that could be making people uncomfortable. Like. Yeah. So basically you're saying... Cannot use anything to uh, any words related to genitalia or anything like Not that. Not saying that la. No, I mean, but essentially, that I think that's what everyone's calling for. That these games are outdated and everything. They shouldn't be sexualized at all. And all. No, I mean, like I, I wouldn't say I, I wouldn't say go far. Uh, go so far as to oh, you cannot use these words in a chair, it, because I I do think that yeah, you should be able to use any words. In a, in a cheer, but context matters a lot. La. Of course, words like, I don't know, rape and pedophilia, uh, you wouldn't want that in a uni cheer. But if it's something like, fuck pedophilia, fuck pedophilia, fuck, maybe that can be a, a cheer. Yeah. So, so I don't want to go down the path of saying, because then that becomes like, fucking like, uh, that, that I feel like me, MDA, you cannot say this, you cannot say that, it doesn't matter context. But it just feels, if this cheer is all about cuckoo bird, I don't even know what they're saying. Yeah. They're saying cuckoo bird, cuckoo bird, something, something, cuckoo bird, and they're, they're kind of mimicking yeah. The ejaculation almost. Yeah, yeah. Right? And like, you're talking about stroking their yeah, cuckoo bird. Yeah, stroking their cuckoo bird and, and they're doing this thing like as though they're jerking off like a huge dick and is ejaculating from their hips. La. So that is clearly sexual. And it just boggles my mind that like, like uh, I mean, if you want to do this, I mean, even the people organizing it, are they so insulated from the news or unaware that they don't know that if it's not done with a point or purposefully, yeah, it's it's it, it will it will spread la. So maybe maybe the solution is, um, they cannot the cuckoo bird cheer cannot be an official cheer. If friends between themselves they want to come up with their own cuckoo bird cheer, uh, I think what you're saying is it's okay la. If between friends everyone consent, hey everyone consent to doing this cuckoo bird cheer. Okay, yes, we love cuckoo bird cheer. Okay, do, but it cannot be an official cheer that 
is taught by the the management committee talk to the rest of the school. Yeah, I is guess. That, is that what you're saying? Yeah. I mean, something like that. Because, okay, I don't know what the policy would have been like. Let's say if someone didn't want to chant, yeah. would people around him say, hey, you don't be like that. Uh, you're not sporting. Say, uh, cuckoo bird. Whereas if in a group of friends and it's everyone is cool with it, sure, even though that'll be a weird group. But but just this kind of orientation camps where the point is to orientate people and get people to bond, build, rapport. Yeah. The last yeah. thing you want to do is exclude people. Yeah. Right? But because you talk about context, right? Let's say the video we saw such a short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What if before that there was like, a, okay, everybody, we're going to sing a cheer now. That is really explicit. If you don't like it, you can actually stand aside <laughs> and don't say anything. Just we ask you, don't use your phones and filming because it's just meant to be in these four walls. And this is a negative dis- uh, demonstration of yeah. what you guys, as future leaders <laughs> of Singapore, cannot should not do in, yeah. in future camps. Maybe there was this whole thing before <laughs> the cheer that was cut out, and and so context matters. Yeah, and, and maybe they said, you know, like we can of course show you the lyrics, but we feel to re- to really hammer home the impact of this negative demonstration, we need to demonstrate it with full force. Uh. So in the rare event that that fucking happened, <laughs> then sure, you know, then maybe hopefully that comes to light to clarify everything. But <laughs> moral story: before you do cuckoo bird cheer, must do a safety briefing. Yeah, first. safety briefing, terms and conditions, consent form signing, and all. Then you can cuckoo bird your your whole life away. So that means you're okay, lah. If you yourself you were like in a group of friends who all like okay, we're doing cuckoo bird cheer. You okay? You do lah. <laughs> that's 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 a very dangerous thing to agree to, you know? Because I would say. Like I wouldn't say no to any chill without understanding why or what the context is, la. Maybe, maybe some guy in the group, his name is Cuckoo, Cuckoo, uh, yeah. Cuckoo Birdie cuckoo, or something, yeah. yeah, Cuckoo, and like he likes birds or yeah. or something, and the birds tend to fly off from people's hips and all that. Uh, but that's maybe, that's in the realm of bullying, really. You're bullying. You're you're making fun of someone's name. Maybe it was his right. birthday, and maybe that's what he likes. And also, you did say that I think yesterday there was a Cuckoo Bird brand launched yeah. in where. UK. UK. And and what do they sell? Yoga pants. Yoga pants. And yeah, they're called a, Cuckoo Bird. There's a brand just launched in the UK of yoga pants called Cuckoo Bird Yoga Pants. Is it uh, done by a Singaporean? No, no. It's two guys from Manchester. They just like the sound of Cuckoo Bird. And then the best part is they call the ladies who wear their product Cuckoo Babes. <laughs> what? <laughs> We've officially entered like the Twilight Zone. Okay, if anyone knows... Okay, it just sounds like those two uh, British people must have interacted with Singaporeans at some point. Uh, and, and they probably got the idea. You said Manchester, is it? If they went to the University of Manchester, there's a lot of people in Singapore who go there or enough of a, of a group that... Cuckoo Bird is too random a word for these two Brits who have never yeah. interacted with Singaporeans to come up with. Uh. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, don't know, man. Like, should NTU do anything about this? No, I mean, right I, I would love to hear from people hearing this this podcast who have been through those sort of orientation games, regardless of whether they are sexual or not. I remember one time we were filming at SMU and we chanced upon some people set like uh, some orientation games at yeah. SMU and the games they were playing, it just felt like something that was not out of place at secondary school. Yeah, or, or even, even primary school. Yeah, or I even remember primary what school. it was specifically. It was... They wrapped one of the girls or guys with toilet paper. Yeah. And then the other team was supposed to throw water, like spray water at it, such, such that the toilet paper dissolves. Yeah. And then the first one to do that wins. Uh. Yeah. So, so I mean, like, how, 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 does, how, how would uh, anyone listening who has been through a game like that, or maybe if you're listening and going to university soon, how do you see that as something that is, I don't know, I guess, is it fun? Is that fun? Could it be fun? I guess it could be fun, but... Yeah, like, wow, it, it just feels... Mm, if 
if you if you want to kind of kind of like uh, welcome these people into the next chapter of their lives where they're going to be hopefully studying stuff that will impact their lives forever, I don't know, like get them to find their passion or solve some big social issue or come up with the next big business. That as a starting point just feels like hmm, yeah. a little little a, a little weird. Yeah, but at the same time, I feel like um, policing everything that students do, uh, especially in the first couple of months of university, policing them to the extent where, like, you know, all the games and all that, uh, it's also a bit scary. La. Remember we were laughing, I mean, not laughing, la, we were just commenting about how um, NUS, in response to the whole Monica Bay mm. filming incident, they wanted to do patrols. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Peeping Tom Patrol. Yeah, Peeping Tom Patrol, the <laughs> PTP. And we just felt like it's so weird because yeah, it's, it's like having your mom and dad like poking around your university fucking life. Fucking weird. So in the same way, I feel like, whoa, I mean, they're not actually doing any sexual activity like taking on the clothes or doing push-ups in each other. They're just saying something that is like, I think you mentioned it's very childish. Uh, and, you yeah. Know, but, I mean, but is it? Yeah, like, I, 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 yeah, I also wouldn't want some rules or regulations or like the fucking NUS or NTU committee to have to approve the games. Yeah. That would suck. But I just want, I'm just trying to think through how do they come up with these games. Can you imagine like a bunch of, if, I mean, these camps tend to be organized by seniors. Means yeah. that the guys are probably around 23, 24, the girls yeah. are 20, 21. If, correct me if I'm wrong, like anyone, but I think usually it's the second year students. Oh, second year students. I mean, uh, yeah, second year students. So basically, people in their early 20s, like, right? Yeah, early twenties. Yeah. So then, what happens? Like, are they in a in a room where they are just sitting down? Oh, let's think of let's think of a game, and then they come up with the push up game or the stripping game or this cuckoo bird chant. I know on the NTU confessions page they did say that the chant being in Hokkien, which is cuckoo bird Hokkien, mm. it is also and I think they were saying that they they on the organizing community. It didn't seem like they were non Hokkien speakers. Mm. So it might be the same thing where the organizers yeah. are are an echo chamber of themselves, and they think, "Oh my God, it's going to be so fucking fun!" And then everyone just has to be like, "Huh? Well, yeah. what's going on here? Like, what what what's the point, lah?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think uh, yeah, that might be the bigger problem, uh, That it wasn't in English, lah. If, yeah. it, if it was like say penis, 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 then <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe there'll be a bit less complaints about penis. Penis. What was the most scientific name for for penis? Uh? Uh, uh, or genitalia or something. Uh. Genitalia. Yeah. Yeah. Testicles. 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 <laughs> it's just harder to cheer when you do it. Like that. <laughs> Overeat. Overeat. <laughs> so th- those kind of churches, at least you won't fault them for being inclusive, lah. Yeah, and and they're medically or scientifically accurate, la. Yeah. So maybe even if they if they wanted to to incorporate some sort of some sort of a a a, a learning point, sure. But yeah, anyone who's listening to this who has been through those games are currently organizing games for uh, for a camp in the near future or are about to enter university. We would love to fucking hear from you because we might be totally. Uh, so dinosaur-like that we don't understand the value of these sort of games. Uh. Yeah. And, and yeah, like for, for us, maybe the, the game is like, oh, sitting down and talking about shit. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've done stupid things in the past. I've got hammered. I've done re- like things that I look back also. I'm like, what the fuck was going on? But at that point in time, because I was doing it with a bunch of friends, it was fun. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I've done, yeah, every, everyone's done stupid things. Yeah, it's just the cuckoo bird. I mean, it's just because it's the word cuckoo bird. Uh. That's yeah. why it just seems so silly, yeah. Uh. Cuckoo bird. Cuckoo bird. <laughs> and, and, and it's silly also because on the back of the recent incidents, and by recent, I mean the past few years of these kind of things happening, it just feels... Then the same thing. La, some, some, some professor has to come out and say he's being investigated. But my favorite is even Bay... Oh, no. Uh, the, the, what I was going to say is related to the next story, which, which, we, can, which, which we can segue into. La. Yeah. 
It's it, also somewhat related to cuckoo bird as well. Yeah, cuckoo bird. <laughs> but it's not a bit more gross. La. So, so yeah, so if anyone has thoughts about the overly sexual games or chants in universities, please DM us. In, on previous podcasts, we have got really good responses from, from uh, some of you guys, so we really appreciate that. So please keep them coming. And now, on to the next cuckoo bird related topic. Um, Terence is eating his ice cream, so I will I will take the take the. No, I'm ready. I'm ready. Oh, you're ready. Okay. <laughs> then you want to introduce the the next the next topic? Uh, okay. I don't have it in front of me, but basically, okay. uh, I think on Instagram there was this guy, apparently who has been going around Tampines and Chua Chukang, and stealing women's undergarments, and then he's taking selfies of himself holding the undergarments or putting them on his face, and talking about how they smell. And it was even to the point where he got like a thousand followers on Instagram who were following his escapades as he went around Tampines stealing underwear from different people. And finally, there was even uh, one where he said that he jerked off onto someone's pair, pair of like shorts which were hanging outside the house. He jerked off in public on it and left it there to dry for her to, to see later when she wakes up or what. Lah. So eventually the guy got arrested. But uh, I think for almost 24 hours, everyone in Tampines and Chuachukang were suddenly keeping their laundry in, indoors. Uh. Yeah, fuck. So the exact caption for that, that thing was public PCC onto black shots. And PCC stands for Pachu, Pachu, Pachu Ching? Yeah. Pachu, what was it? Not Pachu. Uh, Pachu Ching. Pachu Ching, yeah. yeah. PCK is another uh, Pachu Kang. Yeah, this yeah, is Pachu... PCC. Ah, PCC. Pachu Ching. Pachu Ching, yeah. yeah. So that, that's uh, Hokkien? Hokkien what? This week is a is a is a boom for Hokkien related Hokkien penis related words, yeah. So public PCC onto black shots. Then after that, just hang back same place I took it. Will dry up by morning. This is three days worth of load. <laughs> yeah. Block five one eight Chuachu Kang Street fifty one. So first of all, uh, like what okay, that is fucking freaky because I mean, people in HDB estates do hang their clothes out to dry in common yeah. corridors. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess if you don't have a corridor unit, then you have a bit, you're a bit, you're protected from these kind of incidents because you hang it out of your kitchen window, for example. But the fact that he did this is fucking gross. But I'm also thinking like, he, 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 he did publicly say that he's in Chochukang at Tampines. Yeah. Why the fuck? Wouldn't it be like Tampines and Simi? Because for those of you who aren't familiar with Singapore's geography, Tampines is all the way east in Singapore. Chochukang is fucking all the way northwest, yeah. no? Like, what is it? Maybe maybe he needs the time to build up to the load, reload, uh, you know? Reload, <laughs> to reload, reload his gun. <laughs> to but, but his the, gun. The scarier thing to me is that he was posting on Instagram and that he got a thousand followers. And he showed his face, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wasn't afraid of it. Yeah, what the fuck? So, I mean, maybe this is another uh, tactic by Pride.sg uh, by Kindness Movement where they, <laughs> where they do this thing like, fucking everyone goes, what the fuck? And then they come out two days later with an article saying, hey, we gotcha. Yeah. But actually, at the same time, right, while us as two guys were here talking about saying, oh, this is so crazy, a lot of uh, female friends have told me before that it's so common when they were in school, in university, and staying in the dorm, that their underwear would get stolen, uh, all their personal like items hanging out there would get stolen, mm. from laundry would get stolen. I think, don't even think women, guys or so sometimes, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, I have one friend who used to work <laughs> in Singapore who had an incident where... Yeah, it was just weird. And, and yeah, I, I agree with you. This probably happens a lot more than people think. And for women especially more. And 
part of me think like I, I think the, the people because <laughs> if you look at mothership right credit to their to their article linking skills the title of his article is related to this guy but they have links men in Singapore didn't get to, to other articles they have posted men in Singapore didn't get used panties and photos after paying $250 announces it on internet man at Clark Key grabbed and chased lady before taking off pants and flashing her man in Ang Mokyo allegedly uses woman's shoe to touch himself Man caught on CCTV taking lacy lingerie, la, 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 lingerie from Bukit Batok Central HGB Corridor. So when I was clicking through this, I was like, fuck man, this is all the ones that have been caught. So there's probably a lot that haven't been caught. But part of me thinks that, okay, these people, I can, I can imagine fetishes, but chances are they also have some sort of mental issue. I don't know. So? I don't know. I don't know. Like if, if anyone out there has dealt with uh, people who, like this, like what? What? What is the psychology behind it? I'm sure there's literature that kind of tries to put a finger on 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 this, because to me it 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 seems like some sort of behavior which there's something off la. And I don't know whether it's mental or because yeah. how else would you explain it? Like everyone, if if it, like a like a person who has grown up in society, you know that certain things you yeah like yeah. you shouldn't do like. And for him to put. The, his location, the address, his face on Instagram. How does that feel like it's a sane decision? The, the, uh, I mean, my amateur psychologist thing, it looks to like that kind of thing where, uh, like upskirt videos and all, right? Yeah. Where there's a feeling of power coming mm. from this. Where You see what he's saying about the, like he's so happy that he t- stole someone's pants and he jerked off in public on them and left them there to dry for her to find. It's almost like he's taunting the person, you know, and, the, the act of putting his face there and then like putting the panties on his face and then posing for a selfie. That to me is like, he's trying to show that he did this thing and he's got this power over people. Um, essentially, the power is just, basically, he can steal your underwear and jerk off on it. Lah. But but it's the same thing in Oscar videos where I feel like it, these people basically feel that some kind of power over a person because they've seen something intimate of theirs, they've been through something intimate of theirs, or they've they've you know, jerked off on something intimate of this. Mm. So, so it, it, there's a whole element of uh, feeling of power over it. La. Although oh, so I'm not I'm not an expert on it, all these things, but if you ask me, like, what is the joy that they get out of it, that's probably what they but, get. But must set the context also, when you, as much as you say amateur, you, you do actually have a degree in psychology. No, 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 but it is really not. No, but, no, but still, it's not related, but, but basically saying that it's not just pulling out of, or, out of, or is it really just pulling out of nowhere? That I mean, it's, it's an interest in, in stuff like, uh, I mean, addiction. Yeah. I think addiction to various, uh, to various drugs, not just drugs, but also addictive behaviors. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, just an interest in this kind of behavior, like, Cause I, I I do I read a lot about stuff like like crime and true and crime vice and, stuff and, and all vice and and try to understand. I try to get in the minds of these people, not only just for this kind of petty crimes, also stuff like white collar crimes and stuff like that. So, so a lot of times it, it goes even beyond just wanting money or recognition. It actually is a sense of like oh, I you got away with something, you know, that mm. makes you feel powerful. Mm, yeah. mm. And I guess I mean if you look at it as a spectrum because yeah like what you're saying I can imagine the whole power thing being at play because okay very like at a very noob level if you think about uh, uh someone's desire to have sex with someone else like, same gender or not it's about you know like body fluids mixing genitalia touching and it almost feels like because if you think about okay if sex means genitalia touching or body fluids missing means uh, uh mixing means sex has happened but some people might think as long as body fluids mix equals sex, 
So for them, they're like, oh, you know, I might not have sex with this person, but me jacking off into their shoe and then stepping into their shoe with their skin means their shoe has touched Contact my them. semen, which means we <laughs> have had sex. It's like, you know, you hear teenagers talk about when they, when they share a straw, they're like, oh, you know, it's like we have kissed. Essentially, this is what be- these people are saying. Uh. So he can go around and like, yeah, I fucked some, some bitches in, inst- uh, in uh, Tampines and Chochu Kang, man. Yeah. Woo! He's left his seat around. Yeah, he's, he's left his seat. So, so that, that actually sounds like a plausible thing and, and it's, it doesn't sound like something that is steeped in, in a biological or physiological illness. Yeah. It's just their approach to life. Because I say spectrum, because isn't it the kind of concept of a dick pic? Like yeah, when you send yeah, a dick pic exactly. to someone, right? What the fuck is the point? There's no, yeah. there's no logic. There's no rational. And maybe and it's not of, beautiful at all. Yeah, it's not beautiful. And there might be some people out there who think like dicks are beautiful, but by yeah. and large, they're not the prettiest yeah, side, yeah, yeah. right? So, so, and out of hundred dick pics you send to these people, because I've spoken to some of my female friends, as I'm sure you have, that they, they if they go on a dating app, they get dick pics. Like it's yeah. totally unsolicited, and people yeah. still send them dick pics. But it's almost like you know, like if I have a girlfriend, she will see my penis. So if I show my penis to some girl, means she's my girlfriend. That kind of like like uh, analogy yeah, is a yeah. very mathematical thing, uh, yeah. which is why maybe it's also more prevalent in Singapore, like, because you know our maths is like fucking power. You saying it's more prevalent in Singapore? Same I don't know. Pics. I don't know. No, no, no. no has, it, has it this kind of this kind of weird oh. shit or, or in Asia, la. Oh, you know, I'm like sure, this whole sure. fetish. I know it happens probably yeah. everywhere. I mean, in Singapore, because of our public housing and the fact that everyone almost oh, yeah, lives yeah. very uniform, correct, uniformly. Correct. Uh, Easily accessible public housing. And I think people right? take things for granted also. Yeah, like maybe yeah. in other countries that are not as safe, you wouldn't leave your personal belongings out there. But Singapore yeah. is like, yeah, I'll just put my underwear there. Yeah. You, well. get some, <laughs> you get some guy just joking yeah. off. Because there's a whole, you know, there's a whole uh, market for used underwear. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Or like carousel yeah. that you can, I think there are girls who wear underwear and then they sell it on carousel. And there are guys who buy it. Like, and I think you mentioned an mm. article earlier. Yeah. So, so there are be- these people who have these fetishes. Well, at least some of them, they just spend money and buy someone's underwear. Yeah. But the guy, the problem with this guy here is that he went around stealing people's underwear yeah. and, and, and then jerking off and putting it back onto the so, yeah, So I guess going back to the spectrum analogy, like whenever I see people who like, oh, you know, they, they see a celebrity and they really want to fucking take a picture with them, I can never understand that. Because mm. to me, okay, you take a picture, that person, like, chances are they're never going to remember you or know you yeah. even exist. But in your mind... You kind of equate it. Uh, right. The fact that I am next to this person means he's my friend because yeah. all my friends are always next to me. Yeah. So if you just move further down the spectrum, yeah, like you end up jacking off in people's shoes. Uh. Yeah. So, but many, sometimes some people come up and ask to take photos of you and all. Oh, so yeah. what do you think about that? <laughs> no. So, so <laughs> for is that... Is that equivalent to jack, jack, jacking Okay, so I'm, I'm not at like the, the, the Rock or Ryan Reynolds level. Yeah. And I will admit that when people first started coming up to take photos, I felt like, oh my God, I don't even know you. But then I really do appreciate when people come up and tell me they like our videos like, because yeah. it's always good to meet people who, who like our content. Uh, of course, there have been a few people who have been a little awkward a bit too much like a bit following me here and there or oh, they mistook you as one banana ah oh, fuck like kishan that one fucking kishan <laughs> j.kishan at instagram you are the bane of my existence but but yeah i think like uh that 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 whole thing about how just because there's a certain part in your person in your life who fulfills a role and they tend to do this one action doesn't mean that if you do that same action with a total random stranger that person also becomes part of your life la. yeah so yeah. basically jerking off on someone's underwear doesn't mean that you actually had sex with them. Yeah. But but <laughs> you can see people saying, you know like how people sometimes bend the truth? 
You're like, yeah, you know, I play with her underwear, but you never mentioned that you never met her in person, like, <laughs> and you're just fucking playing you with her. outside her house and yeah. found her underwear. And then, I mean, it's all these pop culture things, right? Oh, you know, in my bedroom, yeah, yeah, women's underwear. But you yeah. leave apart the truth that, yeah, they didn't come to my room, like, I fucking yeah. took, the, took the underwear myself, like. Yeah. So it's just fucking weird, and, like, these are the only ones that I reported. Oh, my God, like, it just, it just boggles my mind, man. And I think, like, what you said, as a guy... It probably happens a lot less than women, mm. So, so any 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 female listeners out there who who want to shed light on this issue and what your thoughts are on this, please, uh, s- like DM us. But uh, don't send us any dick pics. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To all the guys out there, please do not send us dick pics. Yeah. I feel like when you say don't send us dick pics, yeah. somehow that invites. They'll start inviting more dick pics. Huh? And and I think you don't necessarily need to have a dick to send a dick pic because yeah, some just, yeah, yeah some some of uh, the female friends that I was speaking to they say when they get a dick pic they just Google some dick and they just send it back, yeah, yeah. which I think is a brilliant tactic. But that means you probably have to see that one page on Google. You know when you Google ugly penis, you see like a hundred <laughs> ugly penises. Then you have to scroll through and choose a penis. Yeah. My God, that whole thing it just blows my mind, man. Yeah. So so. I mean, even if you just want to message us and say whether you have sent us, sent a dick pic or something and just explain the rationale because yeah. there might be a total uh, 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 a missed opportunity for me for my whole life uh, because I, I will admit I've never sent a dick pic. La. A cuckoo bird pic. Eh? A cuckoo bird pic. <laughs> no, now you can send a dick pic with that chant. Holy oh, shit. Yeah. That's going to be the new dick pic, man. It's like the, you know those New Year greetings that everyone sends? Oh yeah. Those d- <laughs> you, send, you send one of the cuckoo bird one. Uh, cuckoo bird yeah, like, like, the year, like the year of the, the Chinese year of the bird or something. La. Yeah. Oh my God, yeah. That, that would be epic, man. And then you can turn it into a gif. Yeah. Gif yeah. no noise. La. Yeah. Except that the guy's face is blurred out or what. La. Yeah. But so, I mean, Mothership with their, with their skills, they have all these videos of the CCTV and they they have pixelated. Oh, so one thing we didn't mention was that the video of the cuckoo bird also they pixelated the 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 faces of the of the cheerleaders and the people following the cheer Thankfully la. Don't Thankfully, yeah. so they not they don't get doxxed. Yeah. So so the so this week's podcast has been very sexual, very cuckoo bird themed. Very cuckoo bird themed. And this is this is so so poetic. Last year we were talking about NDP and national pride. Yeah. This year we're talking about cuckoo. This week we're talking about cuckoo birds, but. <laughs> But that's 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 the way of the game. Yeah. That's the way of Yalabat. Uh, if you have any thoughts on the cuckoo bird story or this this public displays of genitalia, please do let us know. Uh, in the meantime, we have A our one shook, shook thing. thing for the week. Terence, yeah. what's your shook thing? Um, so my shook thing of the week is actually something that I didn't like at first, but then over time I just got more into. Uh, it's actually the show on Amazon Prime, Good Omens. Mm. It's a by it's a show that is based on a book written by Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett, and a lot of fantasy fans, I'm sure, swear by it and and have read the book and love love the book and the series. But for me, I, I I mean, I know some Neil Gaiman stuff. I read some of his stuff, but never really you know that huge a fan. But uh, and this series also took a while to warm up, like one mm. or two. But after a while, it was like actually like really quite funny. And if you get into that whole that type of humor that you know where yeah, it's a bit I more pron- uh, less pronounced and more uh, more nuanced. It's actually uh, like quite entertaining to watch. I remember after the first episode, you said you weren't weren't yeah. feeling it. Like, yeah, I right? wasn't feeling it. And then I just forced myself through episode two, and then oh, by episode three, I was like, so yeah, so. What's the overall gist of it? The story. Uh, oh, the gist of it is that um, I think Satan sends the Antichrist to Earth in the form of a child to start Armageddon, mm. and. Uh, the two angel, the angel and the demon in charge of um, you know ensuring the whole thing happens, they accidentally mix up the child with another child. 
So they spend their whole lives waiting for that child to grow up and then they realize, oh shit, he's not the Antichrist. <laughs> and the Antichrist is actually hidden in some little town outside of, uh, in, in the UK, in some little town and he you know, grows up and just has quite a normal life and stuff like that until he realizes, oh shit, I'm the Antichrist. And uh, I can so something. it's a comedy. La. It's a comedy, yeah. It's, yeah. it's entirely comedy and it, it's funny. La. But it, it offended a lot of um, Christians and Catholics. That's well, when you obviously. know it's good. Yeah, who, who had a petition against Netflix to stop it. Oh and yeah. The funny yeah. thing that it wasn't Netflix. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a Netflix true. show. It was that's a Amazon true. Prime I remember show. that. I remember that. Yeah, so so it was, it, the whole thing is just quite funny. La. So just watch it for the, it's only like uh, six episodes. So it's Six episodes. Fast, yeah. Um, okay, so my, my one shook thing is a, is a much shorter uh, uh, online piece of content. So uh, there's, I'm sure a lot of you know Donald Glover, who also goes by the name Childish Gambino. Uh, he's uh, fucking talented. He started off as an actor in communities, then he did stand-up, then he became like this crazy-ass good rapper, and then now he has his own show, Atlanta. So basically, he can pretty much do everything. And then I also have this one guy I really, really uh, uh, like and respect. His name is Reggie Watts. He's a he's a musical comedian and it's very hard to describe but but he basically he he does looping music and all. He's a Jimmy Fallon. He's on the uh he's the James Corden. He's oh, the James head Corden. of the James Corden the, Corden the band. The band, right? the band yeah. yeah. But if you Google him, he's performed uh all over the world and his concerts are so mind blowing. He's even spoken at TED and he spent eight minutes just talking gibberish and he still sounded super smart. He I, it's very hard to describe him but basically he's good at looping and he creates tunes on the fly like. So. Whenever I'm facing like a, a creative block and, and which I do face quite often nowadays as we are preparing for the, the TV show that we're filming in a month, um, there's this one clip of Donald Glover and Reggie Watts on the James Corden show at the end of the interview where Reggie Watts just asked Donald Glover whether they would like to jam. La. And then it starts off with like uh, Reggie Watts just giving a beat with his vocal cords. Then Donald Glover lays on some singing and he just fucking becomes like, you just watch it, you're like, how the hell is this done on the fly? And I'm pretty sure it's done on the fly. Like, it doesn't look rehearsed at all. And it just blows my mind because that is just creativity at its, at its, at its peak. La. So if you just go on YouTube, you search Reggie Watts, Donald Glover, James Corden, you'll see the video and it'll fucking blow your mind. How, how long ago was this? I think maybe it, two years ago, one year ago. Yeah. But, uh, but I've also heard that a lot of these things on the talk shows and all that, are actually like... So Terrence carries on his, 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 his process of shitting on my one show thing. Shitting, it's just saying that they, maybe they just that is say, true. okay... That, that is true because the first time I actually got a chance to watch uh, Jay Leno live in LA was, I was surprised that as he's interviewing guests, right, there's someone holding a cue card with questions behind the guests so that it's in Jay Leno's line of sight. Uh. Oh, so the... So that the guests know what is going to be asked. Oh, no, no, Jay Leno. Also, Jay Leno knows, yeah, what, no, to knows, ask. knows what to ask. Oh, okay, so okay. I was like, whoa, shit. And, and I know a lot of these things, like, same like when I found out MasterChef is, there's a lot of like fucking staging and it's not really true. Yeah. This one, I would, even if it is fucking fake, <laughs> it helps me get out of creative blocks because I'm like, fuck, man, that's amazing. That's magic. I can, I can, I can make some magic. And of course, I always watch it when Terrence is not beside me because like, he'll just shit on it and tell me some stupid conspiracy theory about why it's fake. The truth will set you free. Fuck that, man. <laughs> <laughs> Go watch it and make, a, make your own decision. All right. Is that all? I think that's all for Cuckoo Bird. That episode. is all for, for the, wor- the, the word of the week, uh, the phrase of the week, Cuckoo Bird Week. Yeah. All right. Thank you all so much for listening. Please send us a message and uh, if, if you have any thoughts because we love to to hear to talk to people who listen to this podcast and leave us a rating on iTunes it does help with, with, the, with the searching of our podcast cool cool thank you all very much see you all soon bye bye